He sits down and leans into the chair. What happened to me? You don't remember? I shake my head. Oh, that's a mistake. My inner ear swirls. It's only then I notice the two officers standing behind the doctor. One army, one navy. Like the nurse, they could have been whipped out of a 1950s movie. They're wearing old-fashioned uniforms, plain shirts, heavily starched, flawlessly pressed trousers, black polished shoes. The army guy even has a folded cap slipped under his right shoulder board. Where's Rock? I ask. It's a private joke. None of them get it, of course, and it doesn't seem to help my predicament. The two officers don't show any emotion. Do you remember being arrested? The doctor asks. I'm not going to shake my head again. I offer a polite, no. Central Park? Do you remember running naked through the park? I can't help but laugh at the idea. Hell no. Although that burst of emotion leaves me feeling dizzy. I'm careful not to fall off the bed. What about the aliens in Central Park? You were yelling something about space tentacles when they found you. Aliens? I ask, thinking this is more than a little ridiculous. Tentacles? You're kidding, right? What the hell am I supposed to know about aliens in Central Park? This is a psychiatric hospital. I can't imagine the doctor believes in extraterrestrials any more than I believe there are pink elephants floating through the sky. Any serious discussion about the existence of aliens drawing crop circles in Central Park is likely to end with me being certified insane. I feel as though the doctor is toying with me. The scowl on his face says denial isn't helping. I'm damned either way. Sorry, Doc. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't, but the look on his face tells me he doesn't believe me. You need to be honest, the doctor says. His eyes dart to one side, gesturing at the army officer behind him. His voice softens as he says, I can't help you unless you tell me the truth. Ah, good cop, bad cop. He's siding with me, wanting me to open up to him, only I don't know what the hell he's talking about. And to me, that's the real problem. No one is ever sure of anything. I could be lying about this whole episode, and he'd never know it because he's not me. I could be telling the truth, but that wouldn't matter either, because it doesn't matter what I say. What matters is what he believes I'm saying. Him, me, the nurse, the officers. The only person that ever really knows the truth is the one living it. And sometimes even they are fooled. I'm not lying. I really don't know anything about running naked through Central Park yelling something crazy about alien space tentacles. What the hell is this all about? Was I messed up on drugs? It sounds like I was caught up in a low-budget porno. As my head clears, I start to get a pretty good idea how something like this might have happened. The nurse angles the bed so I can sit up. I close my eyes, ignoring the doctor as he continues talking. I need to piece together what happened from my fragmented memory. Sharon is a babe. She lives in the ground floor apartment directly below mine. We bump into each other in the laundry from time to time. And by bump, 
I mean, she has a full bust, and we've skimmed past each other awkwardly in the long, cramped, narrow basement laundromat. She's asked me for soap a few times, and once I bummed a quarter from her to keep the dryer running a little longer. We've talked about politics, the economy, science, and sometimes, just before we part, there's an awkward silence that seems to say more than words. Sharon is easy on the eyes, even though she dresses conservatively with a blouse buttoned up to her throat or a turtleneck sweater. I've always liked her, and not just in the damn she's hot sense. Sharon always has a kind word to say. There's chemistry between us, but more than that, she radiates both enthusiasm and intelligence. I think she likes me too, as she's always happy to see me. But she lives with her brother, Mark. Mark has a perpetual scowl. He's one of these guys that's bald on top, so he shaves his head to look hip. Most days you can see a little stubble on the sides, just above his ears. It's the Bruce Willis.